Okay, let's just do Thursday. <laughs> yes. Okay. Oh, no. Uh, I we've already done this one. Mark, refresh. If you love Daily Garfield Recap Podcast, it's still not guaranteed you'll like that. That sounds familiar. But my name is John Dickendasher, and I'm Jim Davis. My name is Christopher Winter, and I'm Jim Davis. My name is John Gibson, and I am Jim Davis. My name is Mark Frazier, and I'm Jim Davis. Chris. John, Mark, it is July <laughs> or April 24th, 1980. Correct. Your eyes have been darted out so much. <laughs> we can generate a new tagline for each podcast, but I can't get these goddamn things straight. <laughs> thing we're reading. Because we have the published date in there. Like, why, like, as though you need the published date when you're recording it. No, yeah, we really don't need like, that. Yeah, it's kind of superfluous. I feel like this is inside baseball at this point. Yeah, I, I don't understand uh, whether we're in the year 1980 or in the year 2018. At most who, times in my life, who could possibly know? During yeah. this podcast, it becomes increasingly confusing. Yeah, we're in, we're in a non a non defined liminal zone between the 21st and 20th centuries. Outside of time. Yeah. Yeah, it's known as the Garfield Zone. Hey, did you guys know the heavy side layer from the musical cat? <laughs> oh yeah, no, it totally is. <laughs> oh well, John. Somebody tell <laughs> me what's your face, bro. <laughs> right, it doesn't have something to do with the uh, atmosphere. Yeah, it's a, it's a part of it's part of I think yeah. the toposphere. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I look. I I saw the music. I saw local production of the musical Cats last weekend with my wife and son and mother. I did not want to go. I want to make very clear. I objected strenuously. In today's Garfield, tells an impossible lie. Yeah, today's Garfield. I I think we should definitely point out the six hundred and seventy sixth ever a rare palindrome. Oh, oh wow! Yeah. You know what else is a palindrome? Today's um, date. Race car? Look at at just the the month and the 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 day. Oh, four twenty four. Yeah. yeah. Oh yes. Yeah. So that's exciting. Also, race car though. That's right. <laughs> also, yeah, also race car laser. Yes. Yeah. How is laser a palindrome? <laughs> now you. Just- <laughs> Did you, know, did you know the name Bob Hoskins? Is oh, it I thought, we were, I thought, thought we were naming palindromes and and or acronyms. <laughs> <laughs> Was that is that not what we were doing? No, that's exactly what we were doing. I'm glad you said laser rather than FBI, which is not an p- acronym; it's an initialism. Yeah, obviously. But thank you, thank you for your accurate use yeah. of the term acronym. Appreciate that. Mm-hmm. Okay, in panel one, <laughs> um, Liz the veterinarian is in the car with John and Garfield. She's sitting in the passenger seat. John Arbuckle sitting in the driver's seat, as we've oh, mentioned. I never could understand. Go on. Uh-huh. Laser. 
Why yes. is there any contention about whether the middle letter is an S or a Z in laser? If it, uh-huh. Oh, I can feel that one. There is, in fact, no contention. It's an S. Okay, thank you. Without a doubt. It's without a doubt. Okay, okay. I thought I've seen it as a Z places, and I don't know if that's just a marketing tactic to make I things... I think it's misspelling. You might be thinking of Taser. I think that's sometimes spelled with a Z. Okay. I'm going to... Also, LASIK, which is also an acronym. I, I'm, I'm, I'm going to... I'm going to stands for laser. I'm going to differ slightly. I think you're allowed to replace the S with a Z when you want the word to look cool and futuristic. <laughs> no, LASIK was it like a laser. Yeah, you know, but that's a bit of an edge case. Mm. Sorry, Chris, you, you were saying. Uh, were we talking about... Okay, okay, okay. <laughs> Liz, John Arbuckle, Garfield in the car. Garfield's in the back. Uh, it's a bench seat on the front, so John Arbuckle could totally scooch over there and cuddle Liz, but he's not doing it. Well, he's driving. He's driving. He's a responsible driver. Yeah, that would be I mean, I'm just saying he could. I mean, it would be irresponsible. Yeah, well, it'd be, well, she could scoot over and cuddle him. Yeah, I mean, like, like, yeah. That would also be irresponsible, but it'd be pretty sexy. I'm just saying. Okay, Liz, Liz asks, what do you have planned for us tonight? Panel one, time of day drop. <laughs> In panel two, John Arbuckle responds, and his response is so lengthy. <laughs> wait, okay, wait, wait. Time out. Time the fuck out. Time the fuck out. Time out, John. Okay, in today's strip, John Arbuckle is clearly wearing a suit and tie. <laughs> in yesterday's strip, which we were, to, we were to believe was like him on his way to pick up Liz for the date, he's clearly just wearing his regular shirt. Well, clearly he was on his way to the dry cleaners to pick up, uh, his, to pick up his suit. Yeah, yeah okay, okay. That may, and then he changed okay, yeah. clothes in the car. Yeah. Including no. changing his shirt, because in today's strip, he's wearing a white shirt. And in yesterday's strip, he was wearing his standard blue shirt. Yeah, he, he might be. <laughs> so he changed. He like he changed. He took off his shirt and it, presumably his pants in the car and changed clothes. Hey, or do you think he did it at the dry cleaners? Chris, we don't even. He got his dry cleaning back and then just started changing right there at the dry cleaners. We do not have enough information to tell with any kind of certainty. Mm-hmm. But I'm not even convinced he's wearing pants at all. If, well, okay, we do see his pants in Saturday's episode, but okay. Like, yeah, it, well, it's possible he put on pants. <laughs> like he I can thought, only go by what's in front of me. Yeah, he thought the date was going to go better than it did. <laughs> and so midway through, he's like, well, I guess I'd better wear pants. This is clearly not heading the direction I thought it was. Um, in panel two, John Arbuckle says, first, we'll jet to a Hollywood premiere and reception with the stars. Then have an intimate dinner at a posh restaurant, followed by an evening of dancing at a private club. Topped off with bubbly on the beach at sunrise. This is obviously false because they live in Indiana. I mean, I know he says jet, but like, that's not, does he mean jet like they're actually going to get on a private jet and go to Hollywood? No, he means jet like driving into the sling of his siege trebuchet. Yeah, that's what he does. Oh, that makes sense. That mm-hmm. that does make sense. Okay, okay, not so implausible after all. <laughs> Disappeared. It's yeah. The yeah. No, that's fair. 
That's okay. That that makes sense. Though I do need to check up. Um, let's see. How far would the trebuchet need to swing his um need to to swing his car to get it all the way to Hollywood? I mean, that's like over two thousand miles. That is a. It seems like more than the trebuchet could do. So I'm going to go back to calling this an implausible lie. Can you, can you tell us how much force it would require? Uh, it depends on the mass of the car, I believe. Also, yeah, you know, ballpark guess. His arm. Yeah, like we do. Do we even know the length of the lever arm, John? Do we know the length of the lever arm? How do we calculate the fucking torque without knowing the length of the lever arm? Seems like we. Seems like we know it. In stone. (laughs) What? Theoretically, we should have. Do you know the force it would take to throw a car that far? A car and two people and a cat. Yeah, don't forget the cat. He's a pretty large cat. Yeah, he's fat. Yeah, okay. he's both fat and heavy. Yeah. Okay, so we assume just a solid forty-five. In panel three. <laughs> <laughs> it's always Not a different problems, but Yes. How does it drive in movie? Left. In in panel three, uh, Liz the veterinarian says first. You're kidding! She seems really excited about yeah, this so, about so, this trebuchet idea. Have we ever seen her smile before? I think this might be the first time that she has seemed happy. Yeah, because in panels one and two, she's like, eh, whatever. Panel two, she has a upturned corner of the lip that implies some sort of happiness, or at least uh, amusement. Mm, yeah, yeah, she's she's kind of interested there at least not angry anymore garfield totally bored and maybe a little angry in panel two he seems like he's heard this shtick before Mm, yeah maybe so um and then so yeah panel three john acknowledges he's kidding yes how does the drive-in movie grab you garfield thinks yay and is super happy yay i i like that this is just another example of John undercutting himself on the date. Like it's basically the equivalent of why are you going out with me? Really? Really? Are you really going like, yeah, he's outlining a fabulous date doing this just for the purpose of letting her down. Cutting himself down. Yeah. Yeah. He's kind of negging himself. He really is. He's the opposite of a pickup artist. (laughs) Next level strategy from John. Can I clarify that Garfield thinks yay, Y-E-A? Thank you for for clarifying. Yeah, not Y-A-Y. Garfield is voting yay. (laughs) Yes, in an archaic fashion. Yeah. Yes. (laughs) Yeah. And And, with all three of them in the car, I think we have a quorum. Six, wait, what's a quorum? 60%? Well, it depends on the institution. What does it be at Robert Jules of uh, Parliament? It's, uh, oh, yeah, you'd need to check oh, out Robert's yeah. Rules of Order. Yeah, Robots Rules of Order, right? Yeah, like, I don't know if they're even cleared to vote at this stage. <laughs> like, the motion would have to go to amendment first and then we'd back to committee. To know, yeah, we'd have to know the size of the body at large, right? Mm. It's well, three. we can't know that. We only know these three panels. Yeah, I mean, actually, I, I think that the traditional size of the 
you know, of the body for a date would just be two. <laughs> so three of them being present is like okay. more than a okay. quorum. A quorum would have to go to motion, then it would have uh, to be seconded. Yeah, and, and then hopefully you can get unanimous consent. But you might not. You might not get unanimous consent. Yeah, would have to move it to vote, right? Yeah, yeah. And Guys, a quorum should consist of as large as can be depended upon for mm-hmm. being present at all it's, meetings when the weather is not exceptionally bad. Okay. It's a very important really point. Nice today. Yeah, yeah. It looks it's like a really day. nice evening. But I'm glad that you needlessly specified that had the weather been bad, something, something, something. Right. If right. You know, the weather was bad, Garfield could probably push something through on his own. But well, oh, wait, wait, wait. Is the implication there that when the weather is bad, like all bets are off, you can just make anything a law. <laughs> Fuck it, man. It's raining. You <laughs> 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 just run around Congress naked because it's raining. Well, we yeah, can. well, as you know, it has been raining in the U.S. since March of 2016. <laughs> 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 I think we're done here. That's why, as Mitch McConnell realized, the president stopped being the president for nine months. That's, I mean, that's just right there in, in Robert's Rules of Order. All right, okay, we're going to do this again. Okay. Are we not doing that anymore? I'm sorry. No, I don't. I, I, I think, okay, no, it's fine. You're upset. It's fine. Panel? Oh. You know which Davis? Oh. <laughs> Thank you for pulling up the podcast simply. Mark, you've been listening to being Jim Davis. Special thanks to the University of Pennsylvania, Oil City, for donating the money to make tonight's broadcast possible. Go Oilers! Woo. Proud math team. The Oilers. <laughs> You can support the program by leaving us a review on iTunes or the podcatcher of your choice. Why not Why not visit our website, www.beingjimdavis.com? You can do things there. Mm-hmm. On Twitter at beingjimdavis, or rather these two gentlemen uh, on uh, eh. Or follow me on Magmar Sucks, along with my uh, guest co-host here. Well, extra guest. Just call me an extra <laughs> Along with our emergency backup co-host, Mark Frazier. <laughs> Secondary co-host. <laughs> yeah. Magmar sucks a phenomenal podcast. Look, look. If you like Garfield and you love if you love both Garfield and podcasts, Magmar Sucks will include one thing you love. If you're not just a fan of podcasts, but a fan of podcasts with unintelligible spreadsheets, Mm -hmm. (laughs) listening to the correct podcast now, and you might be interested in Magmar Sucks. I like to think our spreadsheet's not unintelligible. You put a link to interesting facts about bees for a Pokemon. <laughs> How is that unintelligible? That, 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 that sounds, seems that very straightforward. Yeah, that's, you're definitely going to want to know interesting facts about bees. But do you want to know about bees? I totally need to know do. about bees. I mean, I want to rule on any Pokemon without having all my bee-related questions answered first. <laughs> yeah, how can you relate them? with? Well, it? It's a fair point. Yeah, It's a you fair point. Them. Yeah, we did. We barely even considered bees at all when we ranked those however many Pokemon we ranked. 
and, and I, <laughs> Chris, do you remember Nosepass? I've I've heard that our Pokemon rankings needed to be corrected after the fact, probably because we didn't take into account facts about bees. Probably because they were too accurate. <laughs> Insufficiently objective. Lack of mention of coral, I feel, guys, you didn't do the best job you could have. I mean, that's definitely true. Yeah. Well, given the information you had, you did what you had to do. Yeah. I hey mean, guys. hey guys, mm-hmm. here comes my sign off. Thanks. That's it. That's it. The episode's over. No, it's it's growing on me. was brought to you by the pitch drop podcast network like what you just heard support the show by going to patreon.com forward slash pitch drop and while you're at it check out pitchdrop.net for more of this and other shows good right wait but if you thank someone during the podcast for something unrelated does that mean the podcast just ends never gonna happen no no if i don't i don't generally thank people mid-podcast what if I what if I tell you your your beard's looking really great? I appreciate that. Okay, that was nicely done. Agreed. Yeah, yeah you've seen through my little. Okay, that's fine. I think um, <laughs> I think you're uh, up. all right. <clears throat>